Dive into real estate. What are you waiting for? Welcome to the Dive into Real Estate Investing for Newbies podcast, where you will learn some of the newest strategies and simple techniques to get into real estate investing. This podcast is about helping you take action and motivating you to dive into real estate for financial freedom. Now, your host, Cecil Rose. Welcome to episode 11 to dive into real estate investing for newbies podcast. I'm your host, Cecil Rose. Again, I'd like to thank everyone for their comments, their feedback, just for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. Um, so if you hadn't subscribed, we come out every Monday. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Soon as you subscribe, you will get these hot off the press. Also, please leave comments if you don't mind or reviews. Uh, that would help me uh, with the podcast as far as the ratings and everything like that. So really, really, really would appreciate that. Today, I'm going to dive right into it. I want to talk about uh, cold calling today. Um, you know, there's really no one method of marketing when you get into business. Some people, they're doing text messaging now. They're doing RVMs, ringless voicemails. They're doing cold calling. They're doing Facebook ads. They're doing pretty much a lot. Uh, some people say, you know, I would just directly stick to text messaging. I wouldn't do anything else. And I would beg to differ to that because the type of market we in, a lot of people we, as you know, or I know, are getting into wholesaling. They're getting into real estate. So as I said before, you have a marketing business. You are actually a marketer. So you, what keeps your business alive is marketing. So you have to have a variety of channels. Uh, I still do them all. I do direct mail, ringless voicemail, cold calling, text messages, Facebook ads. I used to do bandit sign. Uh, whatever you need to get yourself out there and what's affordable to you, I think you need to do. Now, one may work better than the other if you're on a budget. Uh, you stick with that, you know, until you can kind of expand and grow. But I just want to talk about cold calling today because even with cold calling, you still have to have some type of funds to even get cold calling going. But maybe uh, some of the things that I can share could get you started. First of all, I want to talk about why cold calling, why most people like to do or would like to do cold calling. I think cold calling versus direct mail, it can save you a lot of money. And then you can talk to that seller if you can get them on the phone quicker than what that mail piece may take to get there. And with me, I use a mailing services. I don't really do my mailers anymore. Uh, I outsource that. I mean, with the cold calling versus direct mail, I think you can save a lot of time. And then you can get to that lead quicker to qualify that particular seller to see if they're interested in either selling or doing a deal or not. Cold calling versus direct mail in that aspect, I think that's 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 real. That can work out in your favor. Now, the thing about cold calling is you need the numbers. So 
You can pull a list all day, but if you don't have the phone numbers, then how would you get in contact with these people? There's a number of resources out there that can help you find numbers from white pages to Zaba search. There's some free skip tracing or software out there that can help you find numbers. I think REI skip trace. Personally, I've used LexisNexis. I've used, uh, there's another one I use. I can't think of the name off top, but I'll try to put it in the show notes. But with Lexus Nexus, I get my VA to go in there. They will skip trace the leads, get the phone numbers for me, good accurate phone numbers. Now, you're not going to find every phone number may not be in there. So you can't go into this thinking, well, I'm going to get every number. You may not get every number, but uh, you can try. So I use Lexus Nexus. Lexus Nexus is a, one of the top skip traces, a lot of other people use like private investigators and stuff like that or there's software like uh i think i've said this in one of my podcasts you got software like uh real estate worldwide rei skip trace a lot of these crms freedom freedom voice are incorporating the service where you can pay when you pull the list, you can also pay for them to skip trace the numbers for you. So, but you need the numbers in order to make the calls. That's a given. You're going you're gonna to need the phone number. But why cold calling? Um, you look at it. Uh, if you're doing pay-per-click, it's cheaper. Uh, if you're doing direct mail, it's cheaper. Uh, you can speak to the seller directly. Uh, you can start cold calling any time of the day. You can outsource it. You don't really have to do it. You can you can actually outsource it. So, uh, and that's what I do with a lot of my business, as I've told you before. I start, I do it myself. I get a feel for it. I think you should. I think you should experience doing some of these things yourself so you can learn, make a lot of calls, and then outsource it. Uh, with cold calling, I wouldn't probably go over three hours, though. Some most of it sometimes two hours because you can wear yourself out calling a lot of people cold calling. Now the software that I use for cold calling, most people today are using Mojo Dollar. Uh, Mojo Dollar is good. I've used Mojo Dollar. They have what's called a three dollar or a single dollar. Three dollar means you can call multiple numbers at one time. Uh, there's also another one that I use is IQ Dollar. IQ Dollar, I-Q-D-I-A-L-E-R.com. They're a little cheaper than Mojo Dollar. So I would check those two out, but very, very user-friendly. Um, they have videos to show you how to use them. It'll work pretty good. But I think once you start cold calling, you learn how to speak to homeowners, you know, what questions to ask, you get more comfortable, you can probably close the deals better and you won't waste any time like that. So I think cold calling is a good way just to really get your feet wet and really start to learn how to identify these people. Now, what I usually do because figuring out what list you're trying to pull and then dealing with there are lists or phone numbers where they're not on a do not call list. So there, the software that I use to use the cold calling actually have it set up where it can screen or identify those do not call numbers where you won't call those people. So 
that's one thing you really have to be very careful of because, you know, people will ask, you know, hey, I was on a do not call list. Why did you contact me? And they'll try to report you. So you got to be careful that and how you running your numbers and where you run your numbers through. Now, what I would do as far as when people ask you, because uh, that's going to be the biggest question is, well, where you get my number from and how did you get my number? And usually the, I just tell them straight up the software I use. Uh, it gives me a variety of numbers or it gives me a list of numbers for people that I'm trying to reach out to. If they are upset about it, I would just say, well, look, I apologize. Um, didn't mean to disturb you. I will make sure I take you off my list and uh, I won't contact you again. And that's that. But some people are more curious on how you got their phone, phone number, especially when I've done pre-foreclosure short sales. People wonder how... How do you get my number? How can you help me and in, in, in things like that? You know, how did you know that I was in pre-foreclosure or something like that? You know, and of course, all this stuff is the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, you can get their information. So just just be careful, like I said, with the do not call numbers. Also, with um, just explaining to them, letting them know, hey, you know, this is what I do. And uh, if I made a mistake, I'm sorry for contacting you. I won't take. But believe me, I've probably been through from being cursed out, from being, I wouldn't even say reported because I'm actually accredited with the Better Business Bureau. So if people do reach out and they say, well, we got this mail piece in this person. I mean, a Better Business Bureau, they already know what I do. They they go through a thorough processing before they even sign you up. So, and it's not like I'm harassing these people. I'm just saying, hey, if you got something from me, you know, just disregard it. You didn't really even have to call me back. I mean, I appreciate they did. I'm sure they were trying to find out what was going on. But once I talked to them and I kind of explained to them, you know, hey, look, I understand your situation. I promise you I won't call again and I apologize and that's that. Some people don't feel that way. I've had private investigators call me, and it wasn't no big deal. It was just, man, they was just trying to figure out how you got the information. So I'm not trying to scare you from cold calling, but I'm just saying these are some of the things you may have to get deal with. You may get cursed out. People not, may not want to talk to you. But guess what? That separates you from your competition. That makes you better. you helping people. You always remember you're providing a service where you're helping people. So identifying cold calling markets, uh, what I do for the type of list that I pull, whether it's an absentee list, whether it's a pre-foreclosure list, a probate list, a cold violation list, any list that you pull. And also you can call cash buyers. I've also reached out to cash buyers. But like I said in my previous podcast, I was talking about wholesaling. You identify a market where these people are buying, cash buyers are buying, and then you find that zip code and then you call that particular or pull that list, get those numbers, and you reach out to those to those um those people. I've done that on several of my deals, man. Cold calling has uh, been a game changer. But I, like I said, this should not only be your your only form of marketing channel. Uh, you just have to have multiple uh, channels. But the cold calling has helped me out a lot. Some other places for skip tracing, 
there's prop string, REI simple, uh, Adam data, Melissa data, data tree, uh, your county records, divorce. You know, these are other places where you can get your list from. And then for your skip tracing, as a, again, as I said, you can go to white pages. Uh, you can go to batch skip tracing. There's different ones that you can that you can get to. Now, with the cold calling, the best time to call for me, I like to call on the weekends. Weekends, uh, because most people are probably at home. If you're calling through the weekday, I would call sometimes during the day, maybe between 11 and 12, or I would get my virtual assistants to call around 5 or 6 in the evening, depending on how I want to set it up. So, uh, but you want to make sure that you're able to reach these people. You don't want to call them late at night. You don't want to call them too early in the morning, but you want to call them at a good time where, you know, you can reach them and, and, and get them uh, get them to answer their phone. Leaving voicemails. I think you should leave a voicemail. Some people don't leave voicemails. I think you should leave voicemails. I think leaving voicemails would be a good thing because a lot of your competition won't leave a voicemail. Now, the type of voicemail you want to leave will probably, you know, you just state your name and everything like that. Hey, um, my name is such and such. I was just reaching out to you. Uh, I provide real estate service and uh, just want to see if I can help. I, you don't really have to go in detail, but you can leave it, leave a message to just to get them thinking, you know, get them. That's that's the type of message where you're just leaving them as far as curious, I would say. Uh, well, what is this person contacting me for? Well, how could they help me with real estate? I don't I don't need any help with that or people who are and maybe pre-foreclosure, they may need help. Those are the type of voicemails that that I would leave. So I hope this content helped you out. Appreciate y'all tuning in again, and look forward to seeing y'all on the next podcast. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Dive Into Real Estate Investing for Newbies podcast at diveintorealestatefornewbies.com.